You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, ESPN Central Texas. I talk to you uh, often about uh, our great working relationship with Learfield and how great they are for us. And you, the listeners, are beneficiaries of that. There's some really, really good people working at Learfield that uh, support us in ways that, that you wouldn't notice, but you'd notice if it wasn't there. And uh, it's fun to be able to uh, recognize some of these folks. One of them joins us now on the line from Learfield in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Stephen Hartzell joins us now. Stephen, welcome to you. Hey, J-Mo. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing fine. Thank you very much. Sorry we're so low-tech that we get you on a phone line here. I know you offered a lot of options in connecting with us, but we're glad to have you on. Well, you know, we've we've uh, made an art form of working from home the last two and a half. Yes, years. So yes. I, I've got a lot of stuff at my disposal, but you caught me on my my one day this week when I haven't been in the office. So I am. At- <laughs> well, it's a busy time for you guys. Uh, we had we Baylor had a uh, format call yesterday with you and Michael Serber, and I was thinking, you know, during that call, you know, how much we're ta- how much time we're taking of yours time and energy, and then thinking about you doing that with, uh, you know. 200 plus schools uh this is a really busy time for you guys isn't it honestly jmo i mean it 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 sounds disingenuous but it's 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 true you know i I think everybody who's doing this on our end is, is doing it because they really enjoy they love what they do um you know nobody is is making a fortune doing what we're doing uh at least on this end and i i think it's just the ability to interact with people at the university level, uh, within athletics, you know, a lot of guys that work here, you know, they get to be on the air. They get to do halftime scores. They get to be a part of, of a radio crew. And, um, and like what you have, you know, kind of spearheaded there in Waco, you know, the guys who get to work with Baylor Radio, it's a point of pride for them. So I, I will give you a shout-out, J-Mo. I'll let all your listeners know. Uh, J-Mo takes very good care of his radio crew. I mean, you see a lot of Baylor shirts walking around the office nice. at North Trade Street in Winston-Salem. So a lot of swag coming from the Waco offices, which we certainly appreciate. Nice. Wish it could be more. Uh, and there is uh, a championship, a national championship banner hanging in uh, Studio, what is it, 15, I think? Studio 15, yeah. We got yeah. about 45 studios, give or take. And, okay. You know, it's it's about every, you know, obviously we, we partner with all of the Big 12 schools, but, you know, you can have a Baylor broadcast running right next door to UCLA, which is right next door to Florida State, which is right next door to Kent State. Um, you know, all of these studios, all of this audio is running, you know, through a building in downtown Winston-Salem that uh, you would never know it. I mean, obviously the lobby is a, is a basketball court. There's football helmets everywhere. But, you know, I like to tell people it's like the Bristol, Connecticut of, uh, of audio yeah. in terms of the sport broadcast and all the stuff that we do i love coming there too i was up there december a year ago and i love making the trip to winston-salem and you guys really do a great job and it's nice to be able to publicly say thanks to you and uh uh, acknowledge you and uh, michael serber dave shook is our studio guy so we really do appreciate you guys uh that being said the season is upon us uh week zero this week how many games you have coming through your building this weekend I knew you were going to ask this question. <laughs> so uh, we do have the very first game of college football. Nice. Austin, 
Austin P visiting Bowling Green to take on the Fighting Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky. That is a uh, that is an 11 a.m. local time kick there at in Bowling Green. Uh, that audio will be running through our studio. That is the very first game of the day, and appropriately enough, uh, the Vanderbilt Commodores will close out Week Zero. We run. We run all of Vanderbilt sports, so football, basketball. They have a really good baseball team. They're opening up the uh, the college football season on Hawaii. That is a 10:30 Eastern kick. Uh. They have a pregame show. They will probably get off the air. I'm guessing probably around two or three o'clock local time. Oh wow! In, uh, Salem, but yeah, we are bookending the day in Week Zero with Western Kentucky on the front end. We got Vanderbilt on the back end. Uh, don't don't forget about the mighty Yukon Huskies, JMO. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play football there, uh, yeah. allegedly. Uh, we have that game running through our studios as well. Oh, we played Yukon in recent years, so I, I know that. Uh, they played uh, we played a home and home with Yukon. Well, uh, good luck getting things started this weekend. Uh, one one of your jobs, uh, one of your many jobs, one of the hats you wear, Stephen, is hosting uh, Big 12, not Big 12, but uh, College Sports Now, and then hosting uh, a large portion of the day on Saturdays on the College Sports Blitz, which is fantastic. You have a very good uh, sense of college football. What, what's the national perspective on the Big 12 as we go into this season? I think it's great. I mean, you know, for starters, you know, I I like that it's not Texas and Oklahoma playing for a conference championship game. I, I, I think, you know, obviously, you know, Baylor's the reigning champs, Oklahoma state, you know, finally gets over the hump. They, they beat their arch rival in Bedlam. And, and I think there's a lot of programs here, you know, that, that are kind of poised to, you know, kind of take over the mantle that's been left by Oklahoma and Texas, which appropriately will be leaving the conference in a couple of years. Um, you, you know, we've had a couple of uh, Big 12 centric guests on uh, on our College Sports Now podcast the last couple of weeks. I've been hearing some buzz about Kansas State, which is also which you know which is great. I've never been to Manhattan, but that's a proud football program. TCU looking to bounce back with the first year head coach and Sonny Dykes. You know, has the window closed for a school like Iowa State? You know, Matt Campbell's a hot commodity in the coaching circles, but. Yeah, I think there's a lot of intrigue and, and, you know, candidly, I'm sure Dave Aranda appreciates this, but, you know, not a lot of people nationally are talking about the reigning champs, which are down the street from you guys in Baylor. So, yeah, I think it's a fascinating league. I I, I will say this, you know, I grew up in the SEC. My dad went to the University of Florida, and I, I think the folks in Norman are in for one of these culture shifts that maybe they're not ready for, JMO. I mean, you know, it's it's a fan base. It's a program that's, that's used to going out there and hanging 45 every week on people. And I, I just wonder not to say that Oklahoma doesn't have great talent and that they don't recruit at a very high level. They do. Uh, but, but Brent Venables coming over from Clemson. He's been an elite coordinator for years. How's that going to look when you're finally a head coach? Not all coordinators are great coaches. And, and I just wonder how that's going to look in the first couple of weeks. If Clemson isn't going out there and, you know, taking the top off of defenses and, and putting half a hundred on everybody, which is what that fan base, you know, sort of expects. You know, the, you know, I'm I'm not saying that that the days of competing for or winning Big Twelve championships are over in Norman, but I do think the days of it being a cakewalk for Oklahoma are over. And, and I think that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out within the conference, but also amongst the fan base that's been pretty spoiled the last decade or so. 
What are your thoughts uh, about the re- the ongoing realignment, shifting teams, uh, schools, moving, USC, UCLA, the most recent to go to the Big Ten? Uh, how do you think all that shakes out? That's a great question. I I wish I could be a fly on the wall, you know, in the Big Ten and SEC meetings when these commissioners and presidents and athletic directors are talking about the futures of those two conferences. You know, I, I think what the Big 12's got on deck with all those schools coming, you know, the likes of UCF, the likes of Cincinnati, Houston, BYU, I, I think the Big 12 is in a great place. Uh, obviously, Baylor makes a trip to Provo this year. It's a non-conference game this year, but it won't be in a couple of seasons. So I think the Big 12 is sitting pretty. I am worried about my friends out west, certainly. Uh, UCLA and Southern Cal are, are sitting on winning lottery tickets. You know, it, it's amazing a school like UCLA has been operating you know, in the red, that athletic department has been hemorrhaging cash to the tunes of, you know, to the tune of tens of millions of dollars. Uh, and now all of a sudden uh, they're looking at an annual return of, you know, at least $75 million a year once, once they join the Big Ten. So I think that's interesting. Obviously, Notre Dame holds all the cards here. And, and if they were to go to the Big Ten, I, I think you would start to see an arms race between the Big Ten and the SEC. And, uh, you know, that, 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 um, you know, the, the, the amount of, of room between the haves and the have-nots financially in college football is unfortunately going to continue to grow should that happen. What do you think it would take uh, for Notre Dame to, you know, get off the independent status and join a league? The, mon- the money, uh, you know, that they've enjoyed and the, uh, you know, the solo uh, spot on NBC, that's going away. Uh, and the money is getting closer and closer with some of these new TV deals. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, the, the funny part is, Six months ago, uh, three months ago, you know, b- before the news in June about UCLA and, and Southern Cal going to the Big Ten, you know, our, our friends in the ACC felt pretty good about their relationship with Notre Dame and, and how quickly that's changed. Because you look at the Big Ten conference now, and and just about all of Notre Dame's rivals are in that league, yeah. uh, including Southern Cal, who's going to be coming over. So. You know, you look at the likes of Michigan. I, I know Notre Dame's used to playing Stanford every year. I mean, they're, they're sitting out there sort of in no man's land in Northern California. So I think the Big Ten is certainly poised to make that move. It's, it's ultimately going to come down to Notre Dame. How much of a difference is it for a school like Notre Dame, John, to say, you know what, instead of the $50 million a year or the $60 million a year that we're getting, you know, from our partnership with NBC, you know, we need 80 a year or we need 90 a year. I think ultimately that's what's, what it's going to take. There's a lot of schools that would love to be in Notre Dame's position, but I think they're certainly one of the big winners when you look at you know the, the latest wave of conference realignment stuff. Yeah, well, trying times, interesting times. We had the new uh, Big 12 commissioner, Brett Yormark, uh, in Waco yesterday. He was uh, on the Baylor campus for the first time. He's kind of making the rounds. So that's uh, that's the kind of guy that, uh, you know, a new commissioner and kind of an outside-the-box hire, and uh, I think I think the right guy for the job looking at things a little differently. Yeah, certainly. And, you know, that there are it's, – it's funny. I, I, I like to watch soccer on Saturday mornings, and, and a lot of the, you know, a, a lot of the, the new-look media rights agreements, when you, when you really kind of peel back the, uh, the curtain and you start looking at where these games are going to go – you know, college football fans are going to have to are going to have to acquire certain streaming packages if they want to watch their teams. I mean, sure, it's nice to have the noon spot on ABC. It's great to have the three thirty spot on CBS or the or the seven o'clock spot 
on, um, you know, on NBC or, you know, the big noon Saturday for Fox. I mean, these are all great, but, you know, you're going to have a lot of other sports, a lot of other football teams, men's basketball. That was one of the big talking points of the new Big Ten deal. You know, you, you better be ready to learn how to navigate Peacock if you're yeah. trying to find your football, your basketball team playing on the weekends. What I'm afraid of, John, honestly, is, and, and I don't know if this is where you want to take it, but, you know, ultimately you've got you've got Fox and you've got Disney. And these two competitors used to be able to sit at the table and come to agreements on things like, the ACC Big Ten Challenge or, you know, some of the other, you know, kind of cross-conference sporting events that fans have kind of, you know, grown accustomed to and taken for granted. So, you know, what's that going to look like? Is that good for the sport if ESPN chooses to turn their back on the Big Ten and college game day doesn't go to Columbus or yeah. go to Ann Arbor? I don't know if that's necessarily good for fans out there because we didn't ask for this, and yet here we are. College Sports Blitz, that's where you go on Saturdays. You can keep up with all of them. I love it. I mean, that, that is, we, we try to tell people it's it's red zone for for college football. You know, NFL red zone has the ability to do picture in picture and quad box. You know, you can't do that in radio. You can't have three broadcasts going over the top of each other. Although that's that's what our producers are dealing with behind the scenes, trying to jump to all these all these touchdowns as they happen. But we have a lot of fun. You can hear it for free on the Varsity Network, which is uh, which is an app where obviously all the Baylor broadcasts live as well. But uh, we're on there from noon to midnight. Uh, Sirius XM also picks us up on their channel 84 right after their college game day simulcast. So we have a good time. I'll tell you, John, it's the fastest 12 hours that uh, <laughs> And watching college football when you got all those games and all those screens going at once. Oh, I bet that's right. Well, that that's fabulous to listen to. And then uh, tell folks where they can find your podcast, the College Sports Now podcast. Yeah, we're on Twitter at CS Now Tweets. We do three shows a week. Well, four shows a week. We just added our uh, the Phil Steele show that uh, that debuted today. But yeah, we we have a good time. Roddy Jones from the ACC Network, Wayne Cook, former UCLA quarterback, Michael Felder, college football analyst with Stadium TV. All three of those guys join me throughout the week. We're talking games. And, you know, you, you live this life, J-Mo, as, as, a, as a host of a daily show. You know, there's plenty to talk about in college football, not just the soap opera behind the scenes, but, uh, you know, certainly the games. And this time of the year, I, I, for one, am glad that talking season is over and we can actually watch some football this weekend. I'm with you there. Amen to that. Hey, great to have you on. Thank you very much. Uh, let me say again how much we appreciate your help uh, from Learfield, and we enjoy listening to you. And uh, good luck kicking off the new season. J-Mo, we're here for you, buddy. We uh, we look forward to, to, to turning you up on Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Appreciate that. Thanks, Stephen. Have a great day. All right. Thanks, All right. John. Thanks. Stephen Hartzell from Learfield, uh, host of uh, the College Football Blitz on Saturdays. He said 12 noon to midnight. And again, the red zone for college football. They just jump around from game to game to game. Pretty amazing, Aaron, where they are just uh, tapping into every broadcast. And, you know, if, if Baylor's driving and about to score, you know, they'll come to the Baylor game. If, you know, anywhere around the country, they can go to any game. Yeah, that's got to be a really, really <laughs> hard job it, to it produce is. that so but they do it so oh, well absolutely yeah. absolutely seamless it's a pretty pretty incredible yep and then the college uh, sports now podcast uh, is really really good really informative he mentioned the uh, analysts that he has on with him 
uh, hosting. So uh, we direct you there to keep up with uh, all things college sports and here at the start of a new college football season. Thanks to Stephen Hartzell being on with us. Hey, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Look ahead, share some birthdays, plenty more coming up in the 3 p.m. hour. We are brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. They are, uh, I start to say, gearing up for the football season, but they never really gear down. They uh, had a very busy summer, uh, great membership options through the summer. Some of those still continue. So a uh, great time right now at the start of a new school year, start of a new football season, to uh, become a member of the Baylor Club. Check it out on the web, thebaylorclub.com. That will give you some options. Then if you have questions that need to be answered, give them a call at 254-710-8080. Whoever uh, answers the phone, they'll direct your call to the correct person. Maybe Lakin Bolfing, the membership director there at the Baylor Club. Maybe somebody else, anyone they direct you to can certainly answer your questions. Also, use that number to make reservations if you're already a member or to ask about uh, reserving a space for your special event, like the kickoff luncheon earlier this week there at the Baylor Club. So give them a call, 254-710-8080, or check them out on the web, thebaylorclub.com. 